Welcome back to the Querida Mari podcast. I am your host, Maria, and this is where we all come to to remember the good stuff and forget the bad stuff, okay? So today we're going to talk about three ways how to connect with yourself and build a better self-esteem. So one of the five things we're going to talk about is remembering that you were born special. We're going to talk about self-talk, self-forgiveness, do what is fun, and switching our mindset from I have to, to I choose to, and to I get to. Because saying to yourself, I have to do this, or I have to do that, is more of a demand from yourself than it is of a I want to. And we all want to feel good about ourselves and not feel like we have to push ourselves to do something we don't want to do. So one of the first things I want you to do is first think back, get your journal, okay? You should know this by now. You come to these pod classes with your pen and your paper and your notebook, your favorite notebook. So first think back, when was the first time you felt disconnected? Okay, when was the first time you felt disconnected from who you are? Another way to ask this question may be, you know, maybe make more, more sense is, uh, when did you start to listen to other people and stopped listening to you? So a great question to ask yourself is, what do I want to do? You know, and I remember one time I, um, you know, write those questions as you write these questions. I'm going to tell you a story. I remember one time I was with my youngest daughter, um, Celeste, and we were in Montreal. And we, you know, we had, I always go, whenever I go away, I have a list of things, of possibilities that we can do, you know, experiences that we can have. And I said, Celeste, you know, like, what do you want to do? And she's like, mommy, what do you want to do? I was like, well, I want to do this. Okay, well, then let's do all that. Let's go do all that. So before you stopped, right, listening to you, because I always, you know, like, always go with what my daughters want. Um, And it's so beautiful when they ask you, mommy, what do you want? You know, so I'm asking you the same question. What do you want to do? What do you want out of life? Okay. So let's, you know, let's look at what it looks like to be disconnected from yourself before we go and talk more about connecting. So feeling disconnected may look like you can't get out of your own way, you know, or you can't get out of your head. You know, there's a tape in your head that keeps going on repeat over and over and over again. You just can't get out of there, right? So you feel stuck. You don't know what you like. You don't know what they are. You don't know what your likes are. You don't know what you don't like. So you don't know what your dislikes are. You feel blah, right? You may feel completely uninterested in anything that you used to do or used to like. And also, feeling disconnected from yourself may feel like, may look like not being aware of your feelings and emotions. Sometimes you may be mad and you may snap and then wonder, what the fuck is up with me? Like you don't even know why you're mad or angry 
You just feel it, but you don't have the words to identify why those feelings are there. And be, then embarrassment comes in, right? Then you start to feel ashamed. And so you stay quiet. You don't talk about it. So the following that I'm, what I'm about to talk about now are experiences that you may have had or not that created a disconnection between you and your body and your soul. Okay, I always include it's your mind, body, and soul, your spirit, your spiritual practices. So the experiences that you may have had or not, it's like traumatic experiences, experiences that caused your, you know, caused you to disassociate. Some experiences have maybe multiple times, maybe, you know, experiences that caused you to disassociate multiple times, which will lead you know, it's going to lead your mind and your body to disconnect. Sometimes, you know, illnesses, you know, eating disorders is going to create a disconnection between your mind and your body. You're going to start to dislike your body. You know, lupus too. There's a disconnection. I don't want to feel this thing, whatever this is inside of me. Um, so you start to reject your body. You don't like it physical, you know, disabilities that you may have, you don't like. So as a child, as well, you weren't asked, what do you want to do? You know, do you feel proud of the A that you got? You got an A plus in math. Do you feel proud, right? So like, you know, you go to your mom or your dad and you're like, look, look, I got an A plus in mathematics. And then they're like, oh, that's great. Or you should always have, you know, get an A, you know, so that they don't see you. They didn't validate you. So they didn't ask you, do you feel proud of this A plus? You know, it's okay to cry if your pet died. It's validation. Okay. So all of these create disconnects, you know, like your parent not asking you, do you feel proud Right. So it's kind of like, do I feel proud of the A plus? Yeah, I do. I do feel proud. See, so now there's like, OK, now I'm searching for feelings. Where is that proud feeling inside of my body? Right. Do I feel proud? Of course I feel proud. So all of this disassociating, not knowing your dislikes, not knowing what you do like and not being validated, not being asked to reach inside your body for these feelings and emotions of happiness or feeling proud Okay, so searching where these things are taught you and probably encouraged you to seek out external validation. Okay, so maybe you don't know because, you know, there's no validation coming from inside of you. So now you're looking at what other people are saying about you. And if they don't say good things, you're going to internalize these things, right? So you're going to um, require or expect your boss job performance validation comes from job performance you have to look a certain way you have to be nice right so you start to become aware that you don't really know who you are right as you get older with these feelings of not knowing who you are you don't see yourself in others so you begin to wonder what's wrong with me and the question is not to ask yourself what's wrong with me. The question is what happened to me? And there's a beautiful book titled just that. What happened to you? 
in the book is it's um conversations on trauma resilience and healing that and uh the the author of that book is dr bruce perry and oprah winfrey so if you want to get that book that's a fantastic book okay so here are the three ways that you can begin to connect with yourself your mind body and soul to increase your self-esteem first forgiving yourself okay gotta forgive yourself here's the thing if you don't forgive yourself you will forever stay stuck blaming others for your own unmet needs and this lack of forgiveness will keep you in the victim role it's going to keep you victimized so let me repeat that if you don't forgive yourself you will forever stay stuck blaming others for your own needs that are that are not met so here are the prompts for your journal the first prompt is I forgive myself for not and you fill in the blank I forgive myself for and you fill in the blank here's here's the next one if given the opportunity today knowing what I know now I would do blank knowing what I know now I wouldn't do you fill in the blank okay so let's move on to positive self-talk how do you improve your self-talk how you talk to yourself right because when no one's watching you're the one that's talking to yourself and you spend the most time with you than anybody else in the world okay so who number one this is the question write this down this is very very important to find who this person is who is the critic in your head who is the critic in your head so let's do this right now think about an unwanted statement that you keep telling yourself all the time it's in your head over and over again okay so you have that, right? Something that you keep telling yourself. It's a, crit it's a criticism that you keep telling yourself. I'm going to ask you this next question. Who was the first person that told you that? Who was the first person that told you that? So whenever you criticize yourself, ask yourself, who told me this first? You know, and just to, just to let you know, I'm going to tell you what I, you know, what I tell my clients. So whenever I start with a new client and we begin to do the work, and it's very common to feel very, you know, resentful toward the person who is the critic in the head, right? Especially if the critic is your mother and your father or your father or both. And so I want you to remember this. Remember, if your parents had it, meaning if your parents had the emotional intelligence you wouldn't be sitting here in front of me you would not be listening to this podcast all of your needs would have been met growing up you would have had the best support system in the world and the finest self-esteem right now if your parents had the emotional intelligence so what i'm asking you which is what I ask of them, is to not resent your parents for not knowing, but to be compassionate toward your parents. 
because they didn't know. If they knew, they're not going to keep emotional intelligence as a secret. You just, you don't keep that. You don't hoard that, right? It's brilliant. If you if you have emotional intelligence, you're going to articulate yourself. You're going to speak yourself like differently, right? You're going to speak highly of yourself and they're going to model that if they had it. All right, so let's move on. Another, the third way to have a better com- connection with yourself, your mind, body, and soul for better, better, better self-esteem. So do what's fun. Okay, so th- here's another thing. What was your favorite gra- your favorite game to play growing up? What was your favorite game to play growing up? What sport? What game, board game, whatever it was? What was it? Mine, mine was kickball. I used to love kickball. I loved bike riding. I learned to ride a bike against my mother's wishes because her impression was that bike riding was for boys. And my, you know, I thought different. And so I learned. I learned anyway. And um, I had my brothers to thank for that because they were the ones with the bikes. I didn't have a bike. They had a bike and I used to use their bike and I learned how to ride a bike against my mother's wishes and doubts and I still to this day love bike riding so what was your favorite game to play growing up do what's fun what do you like to do do you like to dance do what you're good at okay so that's something for you to do to connect with your body get your body moving connecting with your brain so you can come so that you stop spending so much time in your head and more time in your body doing the things that you love so that you can see your magnificence. Okay? You need to come back to your body and do that gently and do that with the help of a therapist. Okay? Now, here's the thing. I didn't say you have to like your body because I know that a lot of you don't like your body. I said you need to come back to your body. You need to come back to it. At some time, sometime, somewhere, you left your body. And now I'm asking you, you need to go and get it. You need to come back to your body. Because you need your whole self to heal. You can't just heal with your mind. You can't just heal your mind without your body. You need your body because your body, there's emotions there. There's a, there's a workshop, there's a training that I'm actually creating for you and it's going to be online soon. I'll let you know. So stay tuned. Make sure that you follow me on Instagram, Maria Rivera Heath on Instagram, because especially on my stories, that's where I, I keep you all posted and that's where the conversations happen. But, um, I'm creating a workshop so that you can learn how to heal and the importance of your body and your mind body connection. Okay, so you can't heal with just your mind, okay? That's staying disconnected. Your body has the wisdom, the lessons for you. And I want you to take advantage of those resources. Your body is a resource. Use it, okay? Take advantage of it. It's yours and yours alone. So let's do something very, very simple. And this is the most simplest way that I believe 
that you can do at any time, anywhere. Okay? I want you to do this. If you're driving, stop. Stop the tape right now or stop the podcast, whatever. And continue later when you're in a safe space, quiet, and it's just you. Okay? So I want you to do this. I want you to take your left hand, hold it up to the sky, the palm facing the sky. Take your right hand, put it on your heart, your palm facing your heart, with your thumb pointing toward your throat. Okay, now put your thumb in that little divot right where your clavicles meet, right in the center, right above your sternum. That little dip there, that is close to your, um, oh my goodness, the thymus, okay? The thymus gland, okay, it's, it's, uh, that's where your emotions, uh, hormones come. So let's do that. Thymus, there, put your thumb there, happy. Think of happiness. So your left hand is up towards the sky, palm facing the sky. Your right palm is on your heart. Your thumb is pointing toward your throat. Now imagine a stream of light coming from above the sky. Through your left hand, through your left arm. Inhale. Exhale. Stream of light coming into your heart towards your belly, towards your legs, towards your feet, coming right back up to your heart, to your throat, through your head, back out through your crown chakra. Take a deep breath in and exhale. Let's take some more. Again, stream of light coming through left hand left arm into the heart into the body and now say to yourself I am love exhale one more time bring the light in through your hand through the arm into your body your whole body and now say to yourself I am in love with myself and as the, continue, as the light continues to come into your body, through your hand, through your entire, entire body, you say to yourself, I am in love with myself. I am love. I am enough. I will forever be enough. I was born with enough. I am whole. I forgive myself for what I did and didn't do. Take a deep breath in. Exhale. Beautiful. Now bring your left hand and place your left hand on top of your right hand. And now check in with yourself. Check in with your mind. What are you thinking? The mind thinks. Write it down. What is your body feeling? Body feels. Write that down. And now step back a little bit from your journal and take a good look at what your mind is thinking and what your body is feeling. 
are these two in alignment? Are you thinking and feeling in alignment? Take a deep breath in. Exhale. Beautiful. Bring your hands together in front of you. Rub your hands together. Rub, rub, rub. Okay, rub your hands together. Take a deep breath in. Bring your hands to your face. Take a deep breath in. And exhale. Good. One more time. Inhale. And exhale hard. Now when you exhale hard, you are releasing stress out of the body. Because we have a tendency to clench. We have a tendency to hold. Okay? The fight, flight, and freeze response freezes. Okay? Sometimes the, the central nervous system, the limbic system, you get frozen somewhere. The best way to release that is to take a deep breath in and forcibly exhale. <sighs> okay? So that's a beautiful way of exhaling and releasing stress, cortisol. Once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on Instagram, Maria Rivera Heath. And if you found this podcast helpful, share it with the with whoever needs to hear this message. And if you feel called to leave me and uh, a review, please do so. It helps me more more than you'll know. Thank you so much and have a beautiful weekend. Thank you.